This is Venture Perspectives, the Scale Venture Partners podcast. Venture Perspectives explores the world of venture capital, showcasing diverse voices and insights from a premier venture firm active in technology and healthcare investing. I think the great entrepreneurs are really creative. And I mean creative in the sense of they find, they see something that didn't exist before and they can create it and make it come to life and deliver value to their end customers. Sharon Weinbar strives to add value to her entrepreneurs in the mobile, internet, and software markets. As a managing director of Scale Venture Partners, she successfully invests in the latest innovations. I'm Jennifer Jones. Let's hear more about how Sharon views her world of venture capital. The daily life of venture capital is actually really unpredictable. So it's very different from my experience being a line executive where your week had a very regular rhythm and you had standing meetings uh, that you knew were going to come. And if it was Tuesday, you were going to do such and such a thing. Um, so in the venture capital world, on Mondays, we're together with our partners, usually internally, and we're evaluating companies for investment, reviewing our existing uh, portfolio companies and talking about how we can help them further, um, and having companies come in to present who we're considering for, for investment. But the days, especially the days in the middle of the week, no two, day, no two of them are the same, and I don't know from one day to the next you know, what I'm going to do. Um, it's a lot of time out of the office, um, either working with your existing portfolio companies, uh, out there talking to large incumbent companies where you're trying to help your companies with business development relationships or recruiting. Um, and then, of course, the most important part of my job is seeking new investments. So I'm out there meeting entrepreneurs, seeing what's, what new companies are emerging. Um, I like to go and meet entrepreneurs at their offices whenever I can. I try and you know, not, not make them come to me because I like to see the place and get a feel for the, um, the people and be able to develop a relationship there. So each day is a little bit different, which kind of drives my admin nuts, but that's, that's the way of the world. What's a typical investment? Um, so, so I think the most important criteria that we look for, especially here at Scale Venture Partners, different partnerships um, look for different things. But one of the key things for us is we're really looking for, number one, a market that we really believe provides uh, an awesome opportunity for a startup to get differential scale. Um, it's got to be either a, you know, a, a new market where somebody's inventing something new and we think that's going to grow like crazy or, or company that's going to got a unique twist on an existing market and they're going to be able to gain share against the companies that are already there and become a big and profitable company. So that's number one. Um, then once we know we like the market, the key things that we're looking for are the traction of the company and the team. Traction is how's the company growing? What are their actual results? And it can be in a couple different areas. In an internet company, it could be what's the usage of this site like? How, what's the um, month over month growth in organically uh, visited unique visitors? And what's the session times like? And how engaged are people with the content? I want to know that people are coming because they like the stuff, not because you're really good at buying Google keywords and driving traffic there. If it's a business to business company, um, that we're looking at, you know, traction is measured in how many new customers did you add in, you know, in the most recent couple of measurable periods, whether it's, you know, a small transaction and you're looking week by week, the, the customer base is growing or a larger transaction and it's month by month or quarter by quarter. But that's what we're looking for is proof that the customers like what it is you have to sell because then you can grow the company. 
And then the last thing I mentioned before is team. Team's incredibly important. You know, our average holding period in venture capital right now is somewhere between seven and nine years. That's a long time to be working with somebody. You have to be able to get along. You have to be able to trust each other. You have to be able to know that you're bringing the right kind of talents to bear to the kind of problems that this company's trying to solve. And you can only figure that out over a little, you know, a lot of time together, um, maybe a little bit of wine together, and you know, see, can you really envision being on a board with this person for a long time together? So what, what areas are you investing in today that are most interesting, your sweet spots, essentially? The markets where I'm spending the most time proactively sourcing companies right now, I'll, I'll name three of them. Um, one is this whole notion of crowdsourcing, and that, um, the way I've defined that for, for my work, is companies that are seeking to build an eBay-like market for labor. So customer can come and buy a service off this website, and the service is provided by a person, maybe near, maybe far, and, and typically that person is paid for the work. So it's not just aggregation of content and kind of wisdom of the crowds, but actual paid work. Um, and there's some really exciting companies uh, under that broad umbrella in a bunch of different verticals, ranging from engineering um, and other technical services to lots of different things in creative arts uh, to um, things like wedding photography. So you can make, there are lots and lots of different vertic service verticals, and many of those have emerging startup companies with, with good traction that are, have this virtual workforce model that comes under, under the heading of crowdsourcing. So that's an area I'm spending a lot of time. Please send me your deals there. Um, Another area where I'm looking at a lot of companies, and, we, and I have one with, uh, that's been phenomenally successful, so that always makes you hungry to go back and try and stamp that out again, is in um, vertical content. So the company we have is a portfolio company with an, with an awesome founding team running the company is Waterfront Media. It's the largest, uh, they've aggregated the largest audience in the um, health and wellness segment of the web, which is actually a very uh, rich segment um, for advertisers and end users. Um, so I'm looking at other verticals and other startups in those, in those verticals where usually there's a combination of some kind of editorial overlay, so it's not a total free-for-all, but where you also have very high end-user engagement and end-user content creation, so you get a lot of the cost benefits and freshness and authenticness of the user-generated voice and user-generated content, but with some direction and advertiser friendliness overlaid because you've got some kind of editorial voice on that. And you're seeing companies emerge in lots of different uh, vertical segments, sports, finance are two of the key ones where there's also big natural advertiser bases, so they're good investment opportunities. Um, and the last one I'll mention is more of a, a business software, um, enterprise software. It's sometimes software, sometimes software as a service, but platform companies that allow businesses to create uh, end-user communities and end-user engagements on their website or in other venues like Facebook or on um, on mobile. So companies that um, either either they're usually the solution is bought by the marketing department or the support department, but they're allowing the company, the customer company, to engage with their customers, partners, uh, other influencers, and um, and helping them amplify their marketing message and also often. Um, reduce their customer support costs. What kind of person do you believe makes the best entrepreneur? 
entrepreneurs come in all different stripes, and some of them are really introverted, and some of them are very extroverted, and some of them are marketing people, and some of them are engineering people, and some of them are sales people. So, so there's no, just like VCs, there's no one obvious background that makes you a great entrepreneur. But there are a couple of personality traits that are that I think are really important. You know, one key one, and uh, you know, I probably wrote this down first right now because it's so important in the current environment. Is you have to be incredibly resilient. You've got to be able to take no for an answer and keep coming. Um, you have to be able to, uh, you know, recruit a strong team. You know, hear no from a customer, but still go back and find the next way in, do things. So, so you have to have this this energy, internally generated energy that just keeps you going even in the face of adversity. So that'd be one thing. Um, and the second is, I think the great entrepreneurs are really creative, and I mean creative in the sense of they find they see something that didn't exist before and they can create it and make it come to life and deliver value to their end customers and that can be true that they're creating the new new thing and you know make a new category and something that we we've not seen before you know where you think you know you you think of something that just sprung forth and how beautiful that is and uh, to come from a person um, or it can also be really, you know, you can be really creative in the way you take a twist on a different problem um, and you create a faster, better, cheaper thing or a new incarnation of an existing thing that just finally is just what the market wants and gets traction. I mean, think of, you know, think of Steve Jobs and the iPod. It wasn't the first MP3 player. It was just the MP3 player that caught everybody's imagination and ran away with the ball. So that was a bad metaphor, but, but you know what I mean. So, so I think there's a lot of creative energy that comes from entrepreneurs. Um, and then the last way I'll say it, thing that I'm looking for is um, entrepreneurs should be collaborative because, you know, maybe in that very first phase where it's one guy and a dog, or two guys and a dog, and they're you know dividing the work and doing the work, um, where the entrepreneur is really doing the stuff. Most of what happens in a company is through other people, and so the entrepreneur has to be able to be an awesome magnet for talent, bring in really great people around him or her, and get the best out of them. Which means you know brainstorming, sharing ideas, empowering other people to take the ball and run with it. Um, and also collaborating with your board, whether it's your investor board members or outside directors and trying to really figure out how to optimize the value here, where the openings in the market are, um, and, and work together as a team. Because it's teams of people that get things done. It's, not, it's very rarely in big companies, in, you know, or companies even that aspire to be big, is it individuals who get things done. I've been chatting with Sharon Weinbar, Managing Director of Scale Venture Partners. To the audience for Venture Perspectives, thank you for listening.